And welcome to yet another episode of Uncarcerated. We've made it to episode three. Fantastic. I can't believe it. Uh, in the middle of a, a pandemic, we somehow find a way to get together each and every week. Uh, I'm Lee Scott. Kevin Scott. And we're joined today by a very special guest, uh, Tim Bryant, founder of One Love Meditation Prison Project. Tim, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Man, glad to be here. Uh, we thought we'd have a little conversation, Kevin and I, when we were talking about how we wanted the um, show to work week to week, we were saying it's obviously we want uh, the focus to be on people's stories as they're coming home. And sometimes we may even talk to some people who are still incarcerated. Uh, but we also want to talk to people who are volunteering their time, uh, people who are involved in criminal justice reform. Uh, and so we're going to try to alternate as much as possible. And Kevin brought us an amazing guest. Yeah, I, I think who brought us a shirt, by the way. Swag? Yeah. Swag. yeah. Sweet swag. So, uh, Tim, you can come on the show every week. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it is awesome um, and a rare perspective to have somebody that actually goes into prisons regularly, who is like very much like in the trenches, boots on the ground, actually doing the work on the regular. Uh, to kind of give that like firsthand experience of like what people are experiencing inside, what is it like for an outsider to go in? There's a lot to to get into there, and it's a rare opportunity, honestly, to have somebody like with this like life experience here today. So thank you for coming. Absolutely. Uh, how many Hoobastank tattoos do you have? <laughs> uh, so, uh, I don't even think what I don't even think I've listened to a Hoobastank song on purpose. <laughs> Thank God. I heard it when you were pulling it. I'm fine. pretty yeah. sure I've accidentally <laughs> no, so, uh, sung along with one. <laughs> maybe like just like super big overview. Okay. First, maybe just say what your organization is, and then maybe we can get like down to some of the roots of how it came to be. Maybe give like you know the elevator pitch that you would give okay. to somebody who doesn't know who you are and what you're doing. Okay. All right, yeah, so, so yeah, Tim Bryant with One Love Prison Meditation Project. And so what we do is we bring meditation classes into prison. And um, like currently right now, we have 16 classes a month in four different prisons around here in Florida. Um, and we do like weekly two hour classes. And, you know, it's funny, I say like we bring meditation classes and we, and we do, and I do, but it's definitely beyond meditation, right? It's like all about bringing humanity back, bringing connection back, bringing community um, back. As you all know, like they're unable to meet as a group uh, to even do something like this unless a volunteer comes in, you know? And so, um, so that's like the, the, the simple nuts and bolts of it, man, is like go in and, and meditate and hang out with them. Now, in addition to that, like there's also one thing I've been excited about is connecting with the other organizations that support with like books and courses, like many like contemplative courses and stuff. And so I've linked up with them to get like getting people signed up for all that because they don't have access to any of that information, like what's, what's out there. Um, so that's another thing is like getting them linked up to different organizations that send books or send courses. Um, and so that's basically it. Yeah, it's so great. I, I access, we talked about this last week is, is I think for me, it was like the number one thing that was frustrating about being in prison was just a lack of access, no information, no ability to like feed my brain. Um, so before we get into some of that other stuff, what are some of the, uh, what's some of the access you've, you've been able to, to give to people? Like, what are some of the books and things like that, where people's 
mind was just like exploding with information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so one organization is called so Human Kindness Foundation, which which is Bo Lozoff's organization, yeah. and yeah. Uh, who he was a big he and his wife Sita were you know just big bringing bringing meditation and yoga into the prisons like. Like they're like one of the original like folks to do it, I think in the 70s yeah, and 80s. Yeah. But now they have an organization which sends which sends books. Um, they'll send like two books a month to anybody. Um, and so that's been a popular one. Um, and then uh, another organization is, is the City Yoga Correspondence Course. City Yoga is a, just like yoga meditation philosophy, but they have a 12 year course. And it's been incredible. I'll run into people who have been on this course and they are like the sh brightest, shining is like, like people, man. And like, it's just an incredible course. And so that's one that people get signed up for a lot. Um, and then there's books and teachings. You know, I've actually, uh, one of the books that seems real popular in there is the Untethered Soul, mm. which is by Michael Singer. And uh, he's a local guy here, but his book is like kind of blown up and become a, like became a national bestseller. And uh, and it's amazing because I'm I'm connected to him. He did prison work for like 30 years, and but it's amazing how people will bring up that book to me all the time when I start a class. People like it's like inevitable somebody would be like, "Have you read that book?" And then so that's like a real popular one. So I've actually used his teachings and stuff too. He has a course that's he created a video course about meditation and spirituality understanding the heart the mind how to freaking live inside this <laughs> this this mess and uh and so i've actually that's been one of like our kind of curriculums we'll use is like we'll watch that then meditate talk about it and, um, so yeah that's some of the if you've been to jail or prison you know who bo lazoff is yeah, yeah. that's the one thing you will see yeah. shebangs and bo lazoff <laughs> are like uh, hey, people yeah. know who that is yeah. when you yeah. I, I had that book. Me too. I had it, a I little green book. We're yeah. all doing it time, everywhere. Right? Yeah, 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 we're, we're all doing time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was important. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, for me and my dream, that was like an important book. There was something about that that it like that was the first indication I had of like that those two worlds were like really available to overlap. That like prison incarceration and like some sense of like meditative contemplative living was also available. That was like kind of mind blowing for me. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that you have that connection. Yeah. For so sure. Cool. When you think about it, they all go, it goes together. The meditative world and Buddhism and all of it is about being stripped away and finding out what's inside of yourself. And being in a prison is one of the only opportunities in your life that you have to do that. Most people don't take the time to be stripped away of everything. Yeah. I, I've heard meditation as described as the practice of minus, meaning like it's just like shedding, shedding, shedding. And like, that. yeah, prison, like it reduces yeah. you to like, a pretty essential mm -hmm. state so so one of the themes that comes up i just want to say this because yeah. i think this is one of the most amazing like one of the themes that's come up recently in our classes is this practice of meditation and this practice of like developing this connection with their inner awareness and this inner like peace and love that they find in the midst all the chaos of our mind and emotions and all of this like one of the things that's come up is like this is something nobody can fucking take from me like they could take everything but if i'm conscious if i'm still here like yeah. i can access like this place you know yeah. and this thing and that's just been like amazing to like that yeah to just like see them talk about that and share that like all right but you can't you can't take this yeah like i'm here yeah i'm in here <laughs> so, so like 
there's so much that comes up. Like you're talking, like I remember hearing people be like, I'm in prison. I'm in like the worst place physically of my life. I'm in the worst place. Like just, I've been like, I've been reduced so much minus I'm down mm -hmm. to zero. Like why would I want to like be present with this? You know what I mean? Like, so there was like, it's hard. It's a hard sell. It's a hard sell here on the street, you know, like when we yeah. had like all kinds of freedom and luxury and comfort and ease in that setting, especially it's like, it was even harder sell for people to be like, holy shit. Like you're suggesting that I become still and silent, you know, it's hard in there. It's hard. And I'm sure you've like experienced that. Like, so. And I, I want to add to that, it, it, that everything in prison, if you're, if you're not mindful and you're not seeking, uh, everything is about distraction. <laughs> from the rec yard to uh, sports, to gambling, uh, to phone calls, waiting on the mail, everything is hurry up and wait. And everything is about, I don't wanna be here where I am. You know, when you talked about, uh, I just wanna go somewhere that I'm not. Yeah. I mean, that really struck a chord with me because that's, that's how I've lived all my entire life. And the inevitable place I was going to end up was somewhere like prison where I'm forced to be with myself. So I, I agree. I mean, it's such a hard sell when there's, you know, no, I'm not going to sign up for your fuck ass class when I got a, you know, poker game to be running, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, people come in and out and I think, you know, based on when, when the poker game is scheduled, but, <laughs> but um, you know, it's, man, that's like, I mean, that's real. And, and it's also one of the reasons why I got started doing this because when I went in and experienced meditation, like with this group of people that are facing the most horrific circumstances and yet are choosing to go inside and yeah. deal with that and like accept that and like and transcend that to me there was no doper place to practice and no better place to be and like and it's not like it's crazy because it's the simultaneously like i want to burn the building down and we'll take everybody out right and then at the same time they're in there like doing the most incredible like emotional spiritual work and so like that's where I want to be. There's no bullshit. Like it's it's like it's real. And um and so yeah, so that like my personal experience was like this is like where this is where the real shit is happening, you know? And how, how did you start? Like uh where 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 did this start for you? Like what struck a chord for you where you were like, I'm meditating, you know, I don't know if you were teaching a class on the streets uh but like where did that leap come from where you're like this is where i need to be yeah so i mean i definitely there so i was having my own journey of meditation spirituality and, and meditation really and having you know amazing experiences and um and then i got connected to an organization that actually had part of their or part of their ask part of their whatever part of their organization was actually bringing meditation classes into prison mm -hmm. so it was all paved for me i didn't like come up with the idea on my own but i heard when i first heard about it i was like holy shit like i like i want to do that you know like i want to do that um and so that's what i did and i i sort of worked with that like that organization for like 15 years before i decided to to branch out and start one love prison meditation project so that I could do it full time and so that I could also make it more inclusive. 
um, that had like a certain spiritual bend and I really wanted to open it up to one of the cool things is, and, and y'all know this is like all of the, first of all, there's like hardly any, I, I've never run into anybody doing any class like this in all my, like at the place that I'm doing it. I know it's happening. I know other organizations are around, but like, it's really fucking rare. Yeah, yeah. And the only things that are usually happening there from the outside are just religious services like, yeah there's nothing secular i i i ran up at a couple of places that had a sangha um but the meditation class i taught and the only other one i ever saw were both inmate run it, mm. it was us going to the administration and we were teaching a bunch of other classes that they needed us to teach and we just said hey listen can we do this and yeah. wrote a proposal and you know thank god they let us do it but yeah there wasn't anyone bringing meditation in Right. Yeah. So, so all these classes are divvied up and that was important to me. It's like, I wanted to create something where everybody, anybody could come. And it's amazing, man. I mean, there'll be Muslims there and, and atheists there and Buddhists there and Christians there. And like, um, and they even comment on like, man, this is like the only, this is the only time we can all come together. Like, cause everything yeah. else you're divvied up. And then that the, the sad part about it, like being divvied up by like religion is then you also have to choose which one you're going to go to because you can't go to all because you have to choose your religion. And then you have to, you may even have questions or doubts about that. But then you're like, if you want any kind of connection with the outside or it's a preacher coming in or something, then you have to be like, well, this is my, I am this religion, you know, yeah, you have to lie yeah, about what yeah. you actually believe. Can, can we touch on that for a second for yeah. the viewer and the listener who maybe doesn't, because this is one of the questions I always get when the show's over. It's like, you guys were too inside baseball, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, totally. and, uh, so when you first come into classification, when you're going into prison, uh, they do the whole demographics thing and you have to choose the religion you are. Um, yeah. And so that means that, you know, for the most part, uh, any spiritual um, outings, any, uh, I say outings, they're innings, uh, any uh, classes, church, any of that kind of stuff, holidays, special foods, all that kind of stuff, you've chosen the day you come in. So there's no room for growth. There's no, you can't go change that stuff. I, I got wise to it and I, I put Buddhist Christian so that I could go to various things but uh but that's what phil jackson describes himself as <laughs> <laughs> me and phil jackson were like this yeah. <laughs> identical twins. yeah uh, yeah no that that is like a it, it's a problem like I, I remember like there were times where like because i was listed as as buddhist right, which i had to be because i got involved in buddhist meditation especially while i was inside but because i'm a musician they asked me to go play drums for like a few of the other like Christian services. And it was like, there was friction because, well, you can't have the Buddhist guy go into this other Christian service because clearly he hasn't, he hasn't declared it. And now he's double dipping or, or whatever it was. Like he's exactly. doing, he, he's doing too good. Thing. He's involved in too many good things. And so it, yeah, it, I heard that. Yeah. 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 And, so, and so then it was like a, uh, somebody that was one of the musicians was a chapel orderly who had to like pull some it was like a it was a fucking mess but like silly in the sense that like it's just restrictive and amazing that what you're offering is like none of that that is inclusive like you're saying our buddhist group was like that as well it was lovely to see like there's a guy wearing a yarmulke here's here's an atheist here's mm -hmm. here's a guy who goes to the muslim service here's a catholic and it was like space for all i'm wondering like if you could describe just for anyone who like has never been in there and just for our own knowledge as well like what is it like like what is a typical 
maybe service isn't the right word, but like when you go in, like what does that session, what does it look like? What's, mm -hmm. what's really happening? Yeah, so, and it's, it's amazing how it's different at different places, like in some ways, like the quality, like the, it's like, yeah, there's like a different feel or what's coming up. It's always like, it's, it's, it's actually pretty magical to like see how it's like different. And I am very, I'm much, I'm a very organic, like let things sort of just be whatever they will be kind of a person. Like I'm not super like, all right, like 10 minutes of this and then five minutes of this. And then, right, right. you know, which, which is great. Sometimes it maybe gets me into a little trouble or something. We might end up out getting yeah, I'm the great. complete opposite. We I might, need to know exactly what's happening at all times. <laughs> so you so might get into some like huge discussion and then I'll be like, oh, we got to meditate. It's been like, yeah, like, we got to. So, so, but typically what happens is, you know, it's usually our classes are like two hours to an hour and an hour and a half to two hours. And um, we'll sometimes start with like a, a simple five, 10 minute like relaxation, like kind of scan in the body. A lot of times we'll do that and just go through and just like get present, get there. Um, and then um, we might end up doing a longer, we might end up doing a 20 minute meditation. Uh, and then, like I said, recently I've been, we've been doing, going through this course, uh, this Mickey Singer course or whatever. So mm -hmm. we'll put that off for like 30 minutes and like, you know, and, and, and watch that. Um, and then have some dialogue or discussion about it. And then usually like meditate again, and then have a little time, some time at the end to like discuss things. Or sometimes we may just scrap the, any teaching specifically, we'll just meditate. And then I'll kind of just open it up, you know, to like, like discussion and people will just share and then people will just share their incredible meditation experiences i mean that's the other reason why like i keep doing this because like they're freaking having these incredible incredible experiences and it's different for everybody like that's what's so amazing about meditation is like like we got into this discussion recently at lottie where they're like it was that's great was. wow yeah. yeah wow um wow man and um yeah, we got in this conversation at Lottie where they're like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of this? Like meditation, you know? But it wasn't like combative, like what's the point of you coming in? Like it wasn't, it was just, but it was like incredible because it was just like, I, I mean, I, I was like kind of stopped. Couldn't go, well, I mean, okay, what is the point? You know? And I'm like, I feel like it changes like for me, like every other week of yeah. like, what's the point of meditation? And then that was cool because people had different points, you know, and people were having different experiences. And that's the cool thing about meditation is it, it's so personal. Like you have your own insight, you know, like one guy and I love like their stories, you know, like, like, so one guy was like, you know, came in was like, I can't meditate, you know, and, 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 you know, he's like, oh, my mind's always racing. Classic. I can't meditate. Mind's Classic, racing, right? can't sit still. Can't right. sit still. Yeah. And then, you know, now. You're where you're supposed to be, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So like three weeks in now, it's like, I'm bringing everybody out of meditation and he won't like open his eyes, you know, cause he's like in this place, man. Like he's just like touching this like deep, beautiful place inside of himself. But one of the things that's come up for him is he lost his mom while he was in prison, which is obviously a common like thing, man. It's just the loss and grief that they have to go through and the inability to process that, can't go to funeral. You know, it's just, it's, yeah. it's so heartbreaking. And he was having his mom was coming up in his meditation and he never really fully grieved like her. And yeah. she was coming up in meditation, but in this really beautiful way, in a way that was really comforting to him. And that's, that's what he was working on, right? And that's what was coming up. And then somebody else is something totally different, man. And it's just like, you know, I'm just in awe of being able to like share this space with them and like, yeah.
can you talk about um pitching this yes to prison officials uh which um you know i don't want to put <laughs> Damn, that's the first sigh of the show <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to put uh a broad paint this with a broad brush but you know uh in my experience not the most enlightened folks um and so uh you know um i know that there has to be from a policy everything goes back to security we can't do this we we can't staff this um what do they need it for anyway what does this fall into what's how does this point? go with what's the point right the point? so um how much resistance did you face when you pitched it and then since then have you faced resistance uh i know in in my experience uh guys who went to at lottie the people who went to programs to classes were often harassed uh shaken down on the way there shaken down on the way back they didn't want to uh have to facilitate walking in a line and uh having to have you know enough uh, corrections officers to 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 make the thing happen so they would just shut it down and make it not happen so um yeah, from beginning to, to now, how, how's that experience been for you? Man, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot in there. But I will say this, and I'm not trying to be positive, but I just, it's just been amazing to see is I've been doing this for 17 years in Florida prisons, That's and amazing. I have seen <laughs> I have seen the difference, man. Like, when I 17 years ago, when I called up and said, hey, I want to do this meditation class, it was definitely the vibe was like, what? And, like, till to now it's i i mean i will say if you're going to do 17 years in prison you've chosen the right way to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 i don't know yeah um but man yeah so i've actually seen this like an, a, a definitely more acceptance of meditation now now Okay, now when I say that, I just mean there has been like more, uh, and I think that makes sense. Like I think it's in the it's in the culture a little bit more. Um, okay. So that's been interesting to see. Now, with that being said, I say more. I say more from being like well, this is terrible to like okay maybe or whatever. But so, but I do see, and I don't have like you know I've had conversations with people about this in terms of like you know people in our classes and stuff. But I know that there's a one of the things that is like sad is that there is um, there is like people want to come, man, but they like, but they also don't feel, you know, I think they don't feel safe, you know, to be able to come based on um, all of those things that you mentioned, and also, I think based on like the the lot the what I notice is that they're in these they're in like a religious lane right and they're able to kind of get you know they're connected with the chaplains and they're doing like they're you know they're doing this kind of you know like mostly Christian like work and that's like created some space and safety and like sanctuary for them and they're not going to fuck that up by coming to meditation class which you know? I you know I I have had this experience I don't know about you in doing like you kind of mentioned it with playing the drums uh the chaplain at some places that I've seen uh, is strangely the most vindictive person that was there. Oh. And, and I, and I could, this is someone who you would think 
he's bringing spirituality to people in prison and, you know, probably volunteering a lot of his time. And, you know, like you would think that this is someone with a big heart and they were the first person disseminating information about, well, you, you go to meditation class or you went to Buddha Sangha or you did this. So you're not welcome here. You know, that, that kind of stuff really makes people feel not safe. Yeah. yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. And, you know, I've never seen, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but (laughs) so, I mean, in terms of like, I, I mean, I've recently, I mean, I don't like, I'm trying to get in. I have some, a couple new volunteers that have come on board or people that want to go. And, um, and it's incredible. Like they're really quality, like amazing people. And one is down in South Florida in Martin County. And so like, I've written them a couple times and I've like not gotten any response, but I have no idea you know, what that, why that is or whatever. But I will tell you, one of the things that I did was, was I like, like basically just reached out to the head chaplain of the whole state of Florida and, and made my pitch. And he actually disseminated like to, he, I like got him to say, okay, this is cool. And then he sent to everybody else, we need something like this. Like he sent that out to all his like, To all the chaplains oh, so that great. was like to that's me that great. was the game changer for yeah. that was a game changer I, in terms of that i think where i was we had where i spent most of the time at least there were like maybe three different chaplains when i was there over the course of my my sentence and like it was like all across the board there was one yeah. that was just yeah. like vindictive and shitty and like you went to this so you're out of this and like it, it ran it like it was like its own little prison within the prison like it was like their own little, you know what I mean? Right. Like had its own, this is their own world. Totally. Right. And like really put down on everybody. And then there were some that were like totally, there's one that I'm thinking of that was like pretty cool. Honestly, it was like great. Like let's let it happen. And then some that were just like indifferent and like, well, the rules are the rules. And, you know, just kind of like going with whatever the guy in the white shirt told him to do basically. I like that you use put down on. Yeah. That's, that's prison <laughs> that's, lingo. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, up North, they say, uh, standing on them. Oh yeah. So down here, like if I said that up North, I, oh, there's putting down on them. They wouldn't have no idea what I was talking about up North. It's standing on them. Standing on them. Yeah. Well, they, they were standing on them. Yeah. Putting down on them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, but yeah, so that, it, it depends on like where you are. So the, the fact that you had somebody, you, yeah. you went for the head of the snake so to speak yeah and, and they were able to like disseminate it down is is awesome that's that's great maybe there is like something that's so hard to read because my experience from the inside was so like it was so difficult to make it to those meetings and it was like like there was like the calendar the chapel calendar was like 95 percent christian services of different right, denominations yeah. which makes sense i mean it's you know the population is predominantly at least on paper christian and then there was like there was a muslim thing there was a jewish thing and then it was like the fringe of the fringe of the fringe it was like buddhist meditation mm-hmm. and it was just like Very tiny like, writing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like if you know if time allows if time allows yeah, absolutely every fifth tuesday yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so uh like i'm maybe this is like hard to, I mean, as you were talking earlier, I was thinking about how precious those meditations were to me and how much it meant to me. And like you, when you're talking about like, I don't know, you, you, I think you were saying like being real. Like I remember like going into those meditations and being like, this is the one place and time where I can be real. And I remember having like a, a one-on-one with my teacher who had come in from the outside, my, my Tim, 
he would come in and he would like do these like one-on-one -on -one things. It's like a little side room. I remember the first time I went in there, going in, it was very like, you know, Japanese Zen Buddhist like bowing, sitting on this cushion. And then like it hit me all at once, like, oh, I'm, I'm just alone in a room with somebody from the outside. And I, and I it hit me all at once, like I can be like, this is as real as I can ever be. And I just like bawled my eyes out. Like I just like, I, I couldn't even get a word out. And it was just like everything, all that realness that I had been like having to stifle because of like prison culture. Yeah. And, like you, you can't be soft. And like, you don't, we were talking about last time, like you can't like display your feelings. Like that was like my, that was where I was the realist was in meditation with myself and then with my, the brothers that were in the song in, in that yeah. particular prison like so like no way to like overstate how important that was as somebody who was a prisoner there like it wasn't just like something to do to get out of the dorm for yeah. a few minutes which, which if that is the case for some totally. great fine too it's american but, it, but it, it, i mean for me like what you're bringing in while maybe from like a, a slightly different perspective essentially is the same exact fucking thing and it completely changed my life because somebody had the courage and the heart to, to bring that into where I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think about the fact in terms of like, I'm thinking about you, that story and you being like, you're in this room with somebody who's not trying to get anything from like, not, like, not system. like, no like system. there's no system. Yeah, yeah. And I talk about that all the time. Like in terms of like, I just think about that, like the importance of why I want to keep going in is because they're like, when someone from, and, and y'all can speak to this, but I've heard this feedback. They're like, when someone comes from the community, somebody coming out here, like out of the goodness of like, you know, out of their like, like wanting to like, they're like, this shit is priceless. They're like, nothing, no interaction exists like this, like for us in here. Like we yeah. can have each other's backs, but you know, as, as fellow incarcerated people, like they can have each other's backs. But in terms of like having any like outside connection with anybody, that's meaningful or real like doesn't exist and you know you talk about like what i like i've never seen in all the years i've never seen a human interaction between a staff member and like a genuine interaction between a staff member and incarcerated person like i've never ever ever seen it and the interactions that i do see and i don't even see the horrific ones right because i'm like right. i'm on the edge i'm on the fringes of like whatever like i'm not in, you, yeah. right i mean i hear the stories and you know but what's crazy you guys is, keep talking i'm gonna have to plug the laptop in <laughs> <laughs> i just um, saw a little flash <laughs> what's crazy though is that like not only have i never seen like a human interaction the interactions have i have that i do see are nothing like i've ever seen in, the, in world. the world even when you hate somebody in the world there's a level of like i hate the person that you are or whatever yeah. there's but some what, civility right. but yeah but like in in the, it is just this like it is just it's 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 hard it's I, it's hard i can't even put it into words man i mean i, I know you can, can speak to it but it's just insane it's like a level of um Dehumanizing, it's just like so self and othered. Like it's just like not even on the same level, not on the same plane. It's just something like like I guess it's just so like I just saved the show, by the Ready way. Go. <laughs> 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 fucking hero. Uh, like, yeah, it's just so ingrained in that interaction that like there's no way I can speak to you as if you are a valuable anything. I will I will address you as you are like 
less than uh, disposable, replaceable, just like, yeah, it's just like a, this constant, endless campaign against humanity all the time, all the time. It's exhausting. It's, yeah, yeah and it's, uh, I mean, it's the Stanford prison experiment, uh, like you're living it. And, and you know, it's, I'm sure part of it is for self-protection on their side. You know, you don't want to get too close to anybody. You don't want to lose your job. But yeah, always being talked down to. Um, and and I, when you said uh, getting real, it's funny that like keeping it real in the dorm is like the opposite of what actually keeping it real is. <laughs> yes, it is. You know what I mean? Yes. Like this is not yeah. who I really am at all. I, I remember the first time I saw someone get the shit beat out of them. Uh, this guy went and sat on another guy's bunk and they were clearly involved with each other. It was this, this big dude. Um, and he was with uh, a gay guy and uh, I just heard the gay guy goes, no, DB, don't. And DB stands up and smashes his radio and then just beats him to hell with a lock. And I sat on my bunk and I watched the whole thing. And it was the first time in my life that like, I, I, I froze. I didn't, you can't jump in. You can't break it up. You can't stop it. You just have to sit there and watch someone get the shit beat out of them, you know? And that's just one experience. And we normalize it to get through it, you know? And that's, that's take that one little thing and, and broaden it out. That's, that's how you live every day on edge, not being who you really are, not being compassionate, not being empathetic. It's the opposite of what we're born to do. And so this, what you're providing is a small, peaceful respite from, from that violent yeah, yeah. trauma that you live through every day. Yeah. It's amazing. And, you know, the other thing, I, I, you, there's not many people that, like, can go through their life and say that they, that they made life-changing impacts on other people. Some people live great, effective, wonderful lives, <laughs> but they cannot say that. And you can say that. And that's... That's pretty fucking cool. That's really fucking cool. Damn, man. Um, dude, it Do is. Do you want to make out? <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I'm thinking about like, I'm just thinking about all the people that are like, say like, fuck, I wish I could do this every day. I wish I had this every day, you know? Yeah. And like, and you know, you mentioned like, and the like, um, they're like, like, yeah. I mean, just like, this is this fucking sanctuary, man. This place where they could fucking relax and be real for like two fucking hours or whatever you know and um and that's what it's about man for me is to like just continue to do that and then also one of my visions when I started like one love specifically was I want to do this obviously I want to provide this space but I want to like in inspire others to be like look you can do this bring your art to like you can figure out a way to carve out a living fucking just being of service and being cool and like you know i i it's crazy right because like there's a part that's like yeah i wish i could just like clock in and clock out and make a fucking paycheck great paycheck and make a bunch of money and do all but it's like fuck all that dude like yeah. i want i want us all to fucking take care of each other and i want um you know as many people that want to get on board with the like all right well 
you know, that, that giant house in the suburbs might, you might not get there, but you can fucking take care of, you can like, we can all take care of each other. Mm-hmm. And that's like more yeah. important. Yeah. We both work at a homeless shelter, so we get it. Like I'm never going to, I'll probably never buy a house. (laughs) And I I don't care. You know, I'm just like that. Every day I go to work, it just reinforces how grateful I am for like the little things I do have, you know? Um, Can you talk a little bit about, um, as we start to wrap up, uh, I, I, I just, cause we could do this for hours, honestly. Um, Can you talk about the sense of community and then, uh, that sense of separation, because I know that like you, uh, Kevin, you could probably attest to this. Um, the best friends I've ever made in my entire life, I made inside because it's like having a fucking super roommate, you know, like you guys are going to, you guys are going to know everything about each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and so you're, they you're weren't all super. no, they weren't. <laughs> and when you find somebody that's like-minded yeah, and yeah. enlightening and, uh, kind and funny and like you know like yeah, yeah. like i saw it in you when i first met you i was like i'm gonna make this dude my best friend if it's a thing that kills me <laughs> yeah. when you when you when yeah. you are inside and you meet that other person you're like oh this is we're riding together and then the next morning you wake up and he's gone he's shipped to another camp uh, he goes to the box he gets put in another dorm the things that have to happen for you to like connect with someone in there are so rare that when you get it, you want to hold on tightly to it, which is everything in meditation that they tell you not to do. You know, it's codependent as shit. Right. But like, you're trying to get through this together. So what is that experience like for a volunteer who like, you obviously have love for them with boundaries, you know, but like you have connection and then like, you know, they go away, you have to leave them all week, you don't see them again for a month. How, how, how is that like for you and for them? Yeah, man, damn, it's, you know, I don't think anyone's like, I don't think I'm like, I'm rarely, I mean, I I've talked about that, but it's a, it's, um, yeah, it's a huge experience. I mean, oftentimes, um, oh man, like just different things are coming up as like, I'm thinking about that, but like, I, so I'm like a person that feels, man, it's like one of the reasons why, uh, you know, meditation is so important for me, because like I am, yeah, man, like I, I, I feel a lot. And, um, and so to be honest, man, I mean, it's heartbreaking, like when I like a lot of times, like when I walk out of there, and we could have this a most uplifting, amazing class, but like, a, a lot of times, I walk out, and it's just this, like, I, like, I feel heartbroken that I'm like, fuck, man, like, like, this shouldn't, like, this shouldn't exist like this, like this, this, we shouldn't have places like this, this yeah. is not how people should be living, and yeah. like, and that I have to, like, like, we have this incredible time, and then, you know, they're back to, you know, they're back to this life, and, and it's just, it's heartbreaking, and, um, uh, the only thing I can think of is like, personally, on a personal level, man, I just feel like I've, I've so far in my life, I've learned that like, if it ain't heartbreaking, it ain't worth it, dude. And like, I like, <laughs> and like, I don't know if that's good or like, that might be bad or whatever, but just like my upbringing, everything I've learned is that like, well, my relationship must really be worth it. <laughs> it totally, it totally is. Dang, but, but, you know, what's crazy, when you say the community, that's been this magical thing to see, which is, I had this crazy experience where, so I'm going to Florida State Prison, and this guy's coming to class, and 
for about a year or more, I mean, he just started coming, but for about a year or more, there's somebody following me on Instagram that I've noticed, like I've seen her, I followed her, she's followed. And then all of a sudden the other day, she sends me a message. She's like, do you go to Florida State Prison? And I was like, yeah, she's like, my dad is blah, blah. Her dad oh, wow. is in this class and she like had no wow. idea. She had just started following me because she was getting involved in like, you know, prison organizations that are do prison stuff. Totally amazing. I had a guy, one of one of one of the guys from our class, his brother reached out to me. He said, Man, my brother keeps talking about your class when I go to visit him. And like I'm starting to meditate. And like, like, do you have any tips or anything like that? And like that's been incredible. Then then they've started going off on their own and like, like you said, starting like this, starting doing stuff in the day room and like. And then you mentioned the community for them. A lot of times when I go, a lot of them don't realize that each other is sort of into this because oh, wow. in like their their day-to-day like prison life, they're they're like yeah. they're not being that open with each other about what they're into, you right. know? And then all of a sudden they both find themselves, people find themselves in this meditation class and they're like, oh, you're into this? Like, or like your mom you? just died, mine did, you know, like that <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sharing experience, yeah. man. It's it it block it takes away all those the veil, you know. So yeah, because I, I remember living like just feeling like I was constantly like braced or tense or like walled or something like all the time. Well, like, you got beat up a lot. So that's probably... <laughs> <laughs> Mom, <it> never <laughs> well, when you're a soft bitch. Anyway, so, but like, but those moments of like being able to connect with somebody being like, oh shit, like me too. Like I, I also am kind of like interested in these things. Like there's like little like glimpses of authenticity yeah. that can lead to like bigger windows, bigger doors. And then just like eventually, ho- hopefully like, a wide openness. I, I know that like you're dealing with people while they're in there, obviously, but do you have any contact with folks like on the outside? Like not obviously some of our brothers and sisters will never come home. Right. They'll, they'll be in there yeah. forever. But there obviously some some do. Do you have any like Maybe that follow-up isn't the right word, but like yeah, a, a contact after release. Yeah, I mean, that's like been, so that's been sort of a new phenomenon because when I was first going to like most of the places I was going, people were there for life. This was like, as I was volunteering, right? Yeah. And so like, there wasn't a lot of like movement, but but since these last couple of years, I've been at like Lottie, there's a lot more movement coming. Like people are getting out from like Lottie. And then I go to Gadsden Reentry Center up in Tallahassee mm-hmm. and everybody there is within two years of sort of getting out, right? And so that's been, that's been this, a, a different, unique experience. So yeah, man, I mean, I, um, it's been cool. A couple of people went to the work, like went to the work camp, like left and they were like, there from day one like we're started our class from day one and we're like incredible uh like participants and just like and and they both just went to the work camp and so like i've been i talked to them on that they got cell phones because they're at work camp they're allowed oh, to have yeah. a cell phone and stuff so i'm like talking to them but they're still not out they're not out till like april or whatever but but yeah i mean i've stayed in touch with i mean one of the longtime guys i've like talked about him and posted about him written stories about him is this incredible uh gentleman man um machado he's from cuba and he, uh, yeah, man, just an incredible individual. He lived at a homeless shelter for a year in Tallahassee when he got out. He has no family, he has no nothing. And dude, he would get up every morning at five in the morning and go to the park and meditate and do yoga um, at the park every single morning. In fact, one time his 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 uh, his parole PO came by and he wasn't there. And he's like, dude, you can't leave here till six. <laughs> like you can't go to the park till six because he was getting up and going at five. And yeah. he's like, got a little curfew or whatever. Right. Right? It's crazy. Doing the right yes. thing can get you in fucking trouble. That's crazy. Can you imagine if you were like, 
why did you come back? Yoga and meditation. Yeah, meditation. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? That's great. Yeah. It's crazy. But, uh, but you know, that's one of the things that, like, I'm kind of, like, looking forward to seeing what happens over the next, like, chunk of time. I would love to, like, you know, and it's based on what they want to do, you know, what like, what, what they want to do. But in terms of staying in touch and, and having some, like, you know, just continuing to do, like, the work, even maybe gathering together or trying to figure That'd out ways amazing. to continue to like support them and whatever they need and and that's the thing too is like you know going beyond this like when people are out like being able to go beyond this i mean you guys there's a lot of great resources out there trying to help people man making it back and so i'm all about like talking to them and seeing what they need and like trying to figure out how i can help them in any way that's know? amazing and that's that's one of the uh, reasons we do this show but filling those gaps of yeah. like people come home and like they they're attached to a routine um forget food clothing shelter which is also difficult but then your spiritual practice and your best friends and the people you love and the people that you share things with all that's gone and so you know i know for me when i came home it would have been nice if i had had that connection with you know a couple people that taught classes or a counselor or whatever um you know, so just being able to stay in touch with people as they, you know, it helps bridge the gap, you know, and you can like point to, to resources like I'm not near you, but like you can go online here and, you know, like you did the other day for Michael. I, and oh, that yeah. was amazing. And he did it, you know, he oh, went really? on. Yeah, he went online. He found a couple meditation classes. So yeah. just like giving people the information that like, I'm not going to be here for you. But look, like there is there is support, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. People ask me about that all the time. I'm going to Daytona. What's any meditation places in Daytona yeah. or whatever? And I'm like, all right, that's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, you can yeah. focus. Focus, <laughs> focus in. So, uh, so uh, two more questions for me. Okay. Like, one is, what's next? Or, you know, like, any goals or, any, you know, things that you're, like, maybe thinking about doing or, or things that you wish you were able to do, expansion, mm -hmm. if that even exists. Mm -hmm. And then, like, number two, just how can people find you online wherever it is like any of your like you know information and then like ways to support you as well because this is yeah. absolutely 1000 percent worth supporting financially emotionally all that yeah. yeah man so so goals i mean i would like to do um you know like i said we're in four prisons i would like i think where we're going next is to add a couple more locally um and then again, I got a couple people coming on board that want to like do their own thing. So adding a couple more, you know, I've talked to some of these larger organizations. I don't really want to get too, too, too big or whatever. I mean, I'd love to like help as many people as possible, but like, you know, it starts to get, you know, the bigger you get now, you're just doing paperwork or whatever yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So like, anyways, that's like struggle, man, trying to like stay, <laughs> stay like, what is it? Uh, like my favorite monologue um, from, um, uh damn what is that what is that movie no i don't know stay loose stay liquid stay limber i don't know but uh <laughs> but anyways i don't know what that's from oh you me and dupree dude he is yeah a great, he right. a great monologue in that movie one of the great zen leaders of our time yes yes so um nah but one of the things so adding a couple more classes um the other thing is um you know i would like to travel because one of the things is like getting these resources and stuff like you mentioned getting like having like resources where people can tap into letting them know what's available to them other organizations so like if i could just do you know a tour of georgia prisons or whatever and and maybe we're just doing that once every six months we're doing a class but we're still like touching like them you know and connecting with them and so that's another thing. Another thing that I'm actually really excited about that y'all like might be interested in anybody else who's out there is 
I'm finally trying to figure out how to get, there's free content now that's like available on these tablets, right? Everyone's got tablets in there. And, but most of that content, of course, is continues like, you know, preaching or local churches, but I'm actually can, trying to connect with this local church and figure out who are the point people to get this on there. Cause it is not easy to figure out. Yeah. We've been, I've been content. thinking about how to get this available for them. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Dude, man, it's, it's crazy. Well, I'm working on it, man. I'm trying to figure out who are the people to talk to. So Bust down those doors, Tim, and tell us what to do. Because that would be incredible. We could put, you know, there's so much content that could go on there. And then even like, I was just thinking like these organizations that I share about, like there could be content with addresses, like putting up addresses of, yeah. of these like different organizations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. in like, so people are watching this free video and they're like, okay, this is, I can write to them and get that. Like, there's the potential to reach a lot of people with some really amazing like material. So that is a big focus this year in addition to the in-person classes. And then, um, yeah, what was your, where you can find me? So yeah, uh, One Love P, so our website is onelovepmp.org and um, that's PMP for Prison Meditation Project. Um, and uh, we're on Instagram as well as One Love Prison Meditation, Facebook, One Love Prison Meditation Project. Um, there's a Facebook page. Um, you guys see there's some like some, you know, you can uh, on the website, you can buy there's a hoodie, cool hoodie, actually, that I need to personally get myself. <laughs> I, uh, why would you I ever wear anything but that jacket? I know. <laughs> you do not need so, that hoodie. So, um, but yeah, so and then I'll be honest, man, we definitely need support. We definitely need, you know, donations. I've got an incredible board. We did. We, we, we were able to raise some a good like. A good amount of money like for the end of the year but when you're doing this type of stuff man it's like we're still just like a couple months out and a couple months out and so i'm really like working on trying to like be able to settle in so we can do this and expand to a couple more classes and not have to yeah not have to be worried every month of whether or not we can keep going or i gotta go you know work a couple other full-time jobs or something so we're trying to just right. like do this as, as much as possible so so donation on the website would be incredible and anything small large is, is phenomenal and then any help man like we could always we love anybody that wants support in any way like has any expertise they want to lend or um I even like social media stuff like i i'm not i like social media i don't actually like social media i don't know why i said i like it but like um it has been i have connected it, i have found a niche of connecting with a bunch of cool people and meeting a lot of cool people but we can use help like in those areas and, and so yeah that's well tim, we will do it here tim i, I will say Separately, Tim is just a fucking awesome guy. Outside of like taking stuff into prisons, like I've had like many times like going to get coffee with Tim or whatever. He's just like, even his one-to-one has been like a huge, hugely impactful person in my life. Just genuinely good, good dude. You can feel it as soon as you walk into the room, Tim. Just like a really good person. Totally worth supporting in every way, man. I mean, this guy's like a, a true warrior in the trenches, boots on the ground doing the things that a lot of people like say they want to do and like would aspire to do but like actually doing it without making a big fanfare about it just going in and like meeting people heart to heart in the places where it's needed most i mean you can't it gets no better than it's awesome tim bryant tim bryant one love pmp.org thank you so much tim for joining us thanks y'all seriously thank you come back anytime absolutely we're here we this is where we live (laughs) Kevin lives in the back. Yeah, so. yeah. I gotta go to bed. All right. <laughs>
Thank you guys. Uh, follow us on Incarcerated on Twitter. It's Uncarcerated Pod on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, uh, subscribe, like, rate, and subscribe on YouTube because uh, you know we want to get these uh, stories and information out to as many people as possible. Uh, OneLovePMP.org uh, if you want to get involved and make a donation because this person worth it. What he's doing is amazing. Thank you all. Thank you. Sure. I don't know. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you, brother. You're Thanks welcome. Thank you. Man.